Season 7, Episode 12. Hi, I'm Lewis Lampley. Welcome to this edition of Journey of Discovery. In this episode, I will continue the 11-part series on the topic, The Righteousness of God Through Faith. The reason I'm spending so much time on this because it's so important the church will stand or fall on these truths of this truth. Again, in Romans chapter 3, we read, But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law or anything we may do, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction for all who have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forth as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. Psalm 119 verse 18 echoes the heart of truth seekers. Quote, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Was the heart cry of the psalmist and should be eyes as well. That is, only God can open our eyes and hearts in order for us to comprehend the centrality of this truth. The just shall live by faith, not by works, not by doing the best we can, not by working harder, not by believing harder. Simply the just shall live by faith. During the Reformation, in the 1600s, Martin Luther said this. He said, this article, that the article with and by which the church stands without it falls. Listen to that. Let that sink in. This whole matter of living by faith is the article which and by which The church stands without which it falls. So in today's episode, we shall see more clearly that the doctrine of justification deals with what may be the deepest existential problem a human being can ever face. How can a sinner be a sinner, an unjust person, ever withstand the judgment of a holy and just God. In the last episode, we started to examine three questions posed by A.W. Peake. He said, or required or inquired, what is the precise place and influence which faith has in the important affairs of justification? What is the exact nature or character of justified faith? In what particular sense are we to understand this proposition that we are justified by faith? And what is the connection between the proposition and the 
postulates, that is, fundamental elements, that we are justified by faith and justified by the blood. First, here it is. What is the precise place and influence which faith has in the important, the important affairs of justification? Secondly, what is the precise place and influence which faith has in the important affairs of justification? Now, the Roman Catholic's answer is, it justifies us formally, not, not relatively. That is, upon the account of its own intrinsic value. They point out that faith is never alone, but works by love, according to Galatians 5, 6. And therefore, it is its own excellency merits acceptance of God's hand or at God's hand. But the faith of the, of the best is weak and deficient. Luke chapter 17, verse 5. And so it could never satisfy the law, which requires a flawless perfection. If righteousness was given as a reward for faith, its possessor would have cause for boasting, expressly contrary to the apostle in Romans chapter 3, verse 26 and 27. Moreover, such a method of justification would entirely frustrate the life and death of Christ, making his great sacrifice unnecessary. It is not faith as a spiritual grace which justifies us, but as an instrument. Now listen carefully. It is not faith as a spiritual grace which justifies us, but as an instrument, that is the hand which lays hold of Christ. In connection with justification, faith is not to be considered as a virtuous exercise of the heart, nor as a principle of holy obedience, for example, Abraham Booth wrote, because faith as concern in our justification does not regard Christ as king. In enacting laws requiring obedience and subduing depravity, but as a substitute answering the requirements of divine law, and as a priest expiated sin, by his own death on the cross. Hence the justification we read of precious faith through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 1. And the faith in his blood, Romans 3.25, and believers are described as receiving the atonement and receiving the gift of righteousness Romans 5:11 and 17. Therefore, it is evident that faith is represented as having an immediate regard for the vicarious work of Christ, and that it is considered not under the notion or exercise of virtue or of performing a duty, but of receiving a free gift. Thirdly, what is the relation? 
of faith to justification. The Arminian answer to the question refined somewhat by the Plymouth Brethren is that act of believing and imputed to us for righteousness. One error leads to another. I hope you see that. Remember Mr. Mr. Darby? He denies that Gentiles were ever under the law. Hence, he denied also that Christ obeyed the law in his people instead. And therefore, as Christ's vicarious obedience is not reckoned to their account, he had to seek elsewhere for their righteousness. This he claimed to find in the Christian's own faith, insisting that the act of believing is imputed to them for righteousness. To give his theory respectability, he clothed it in the language of several expressions found in Romans chapter 4. Listen carefully. Though he knew, or he should have known, quite well that the Greek afforded no foundation whatever for that which built upon it. In Romans chapter 4 we read, His faith is counted for righteousness. Verse 5, Faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. Verse 9, It was imputed to him for righteousness. Verse 22, Now in each of these verses, the Greek preposition is which never means in the stead of, but always signifies towards in order to which to view. A view to, it has a uniform form of unto. Its exact meaning and force is unequivocally plain in Romans chapter 10, verse 10. Quote, with the heart man believes unto a east, Righteousness, that is, the believing heart reaches out toward and lays hold of Christ himself. In his commentary on the epistle of Romans, John Calvin said, quote, This passage, Romans chapter 10, verse 10, may help us to understand what justification by faith is, for it shows that righteousness that comes to us when we embrace God's goodness offered to us in the gospel. We are then, for this reason, just because we believe that God is propitious, ready to forgive sins and bestow blessings to us through Christ. The Holy Spirit has used the Greek prepositions with unerring precision. Never do we find him, that is the Holy Spirit, employing unto us in connection with Christ's satisfaction and sacrifice in our room and stead, but on the anti or eper, which means in lieu of. On the other hand, anti and eper are never used in connection with our believing. For faith is not accepted by God in lieu of perfect obedience. Faith must either be the ground of our acceptance with God or 
the means or instrument of our becoming interested in the true meritorious ground, namely the righteousness of Christ. It cannot stand in both relations to our justification. By faith, thank God that he has done it. He does it all. He imputes the righteousness of Christ to us, and he does not depend on you and my righteousness. Here's a praise response. Here again from Psalm 148, verse 14. He, God, hath exalted the horn of his people, the praise of all his saints, of the children of Israel, a people near to him. Praise the Lord. Again today, friend, I want to remind you to never forget that those whom God effectually calls, he also freely justifies, not by infusing righteousness into them, but by pardoning their sins and by accounting and accepting their persons as righteous, not for anything wrought in them or done by them, but for Christ's sake alone, not by imputing faith itself, the act of believing, or any other evangelical obedience to them as their righteousness, but by imputing Christ's active obedience unto the whole law and passive obedience in his death for their whole and sole righteousness by faith, which faith they have not of themselves. It is the gift of God. Well, that's it for now. I'm wishing for you an amazing day. So cheer up and dig out in it. Good day.